Let's talk about the AFC North because I'm really interested in this because two of you, it was very much, you know, Cullum, you had the winner, obviously. And then Brian and Mark had the same team colluding with each other. It's shocking this colluding together. So, you know, we'll go with the two boys first and then Colin will go with you since you're the clear winner on this one. I, I thought the uh, I thought the Bengals would bounce back to reality. I thought they'd have a bit of a Super Bowl hangover. And they did at the start of the season. They weren't very good at the start of the season. The offensive line took time to gel and the Ravens for a long time were the hotter team at the start of the season and they it looked for a, long, for a long time like it made sense and the Ravens were going to win the division in the marriage actions. Injury bows returned and derailed their season and I think they managed to get in the playoffs because they had so many wins built up and it didn't matter that they lost a few games towards the back end of the season but the Bengals they hit the form in the right time and you know looking back now I should have stuck with the Bengals I think in fact I didn't even pick the Bengals to make the playoffs so there you go the city me Tip the Vengo will be coming for me again yeah and I was on the Ravens as well and arguably I mean I suppose you can say if but coulda woulda shouldas but if Lamar Jackson stayed healthy the Ravens would have won the AFC North but the reality is the Bengals are up there being one of the hottest teams in the NFL eight wins in a row the only thing hotter than them has been the 49ers with 10 in a row and uh the Ravens yet again the end of the season have been too vanilla rice they've been ice cold ice cold ice ice baby yeah. Well, Colm, you had the winner and I'm still trying to source that tracksuit for you to celebrate your win. So do you want to tell us what was the thoughts behind picking the Bengals for this one? Yeah, I was actually looking myself uh, last night uh, to find uh, so the, the glorious monstrosity, I think I referred to it as. And if anyone can find that white Bengal tiger tracksuit, please uh, send it my way. And I promise I, I, w- I will wear it. Uh, and Mark will do a rar for for everybody. Uh, I to me it was very simple. They got Joe Burrow, and they would made the moves that they needed to to make in terms of the old line. It took a little bit of time to come together, um. But Burrow, he's a phenomenal QB, and you saw him in terms of the press conference yesterday. And some people will say it's it's ego, but he talked about his uh, the window and whether they they were in a window. He said the window is my entire career. And that's what you want. You want your QB to have that level of confidence. He's the leader of your fra- franchise. And uh, I, I think as long as he is is there, um, they will be there or thereabouts. They're not going to win it every year, um, but they will be there or thereabouts. And uh, I think that they will, uh, you know, make quite a lot of noise in the playoffs this year. I think what's really interesting is as we're going through this, because I'm watching and mindful at the time tonight, is that I'm looking here, I can see the AFC West, it was a blowout. All of you guys agreed with the Chiefs, but AFC Seven, you all picked the Colts. And we've all been magically surprised by the man with the glorious hair, as Cullum likes to refer to him, the Jags. What a season they have had. I know we talk about this every week, guys, but wow, it's been amazing this season, for sure. Anyone want to give thoughts well, on that, that how, how it went wrong? Well, Christine, I'll go even one step further because I think the exact words I used were, you know, Matt Ryan coming into the Colts, finally they've got a quarterback they can rely upon to pair with that defense. They've got Jonathan Taylor, <coughs> my offensive player of the year, um, who will power the offense. I didn't expect their offensive line to resile so much. And at the same token, I do think I said the words on our previous show, 
let's face it, lads, it's either the Colts or the Titans because the Jags need too much time and the Texans won't be anywhere there. I mean, one of those statements was true. Um, it was just the rest that was horribly wrong. And fair play to Doug Peterson, as we called out. I think he will get some consideration for Coach of the Year, albeit like in the lower votes. And fair play to Trevor Lawrence, who is showing what he's made of. Interesting, he nearly blew at times that Titans game. I mean, if they hadn't won that game against the Titans, some of those missed throws, um, critical throws on Saturday night, might have been looked at with a different light. But fair play, they won the division. They overcame a four-game deficit in the last seven games, and the Titans rather imploded uh, in the circumstances. But yeah, not not our finest pick, to be fair. I thought that was hilarious that all of you got it wrong. It's it's crazy. Even I suppose you two are wrong as well. Uh, the NFC East: Brian Cullen both had the Eagles. Mark, you had the Cowboys. Who wants to take the East? Uh, maybe I, I'd run through uh, maybe the the East and and the North uh, because uh, I, I think we have a deserving uh, you know uh, a division to to talk about. Look. Uh, to me, the the East well, it was always about the the Eagles and how uh, they were going to do for them in the playoffs. It's about is is will Hurts be fit? Will Lane Johnson be fit? But they were the dominant team in the NFC uh, this this year. Um, obviously, Forty Nine ers coming up strong, but it was all about the Eagles. And in the North, it is um, you know. Jair Alexander, my goodness, you were not off our television screens for the past two or three weeks until last night. And, th- and then you just disappeared. Gone. Where were you? It was like all your interviews, your big hat, um, nowhere to, to be found. Um, and Pat McAfee, uh, we saw you earlier in the week uh, telling the, li- the Lions that just win. Good luck. Just win. Just win. Um, well, the, the Packers, 30 years, 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Uh, we can uh, talk and look, look, we, we may have our quibbles with Aaron Rodgers, um, but he is an infinitely better person than Brett Favre uh, is. Um, and But 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback play, um, and they will have two Super Bowls to, to show for it. Um, it is quite extraordinary. Um I wonder if you're a Packers fan at this point, you have to be set up um, and you have to be wondering uh, what the off season brings. Um, I, you know, um, it is a, a storied franchise, incredible history. We all know about uh, Lombardi and, and what they did there, but um, they, they have an awful lot of stuff to sort out in the, the off season. I totally agree. And we'll see if Aaron Rodgers is going to be part of the Packers team come this season coming. Now, we're going to go into the NFC West. And we're going to give it to Brian. And Brian has also prepared a video for this. I don't get many things right. In fact, I got a lot wrong. And when I did this, you all thought I was bonkers. So I thought this was a special night to give you this. A nice little reminder. Looked at the Seattle Seahawks over under is five and a half. And I'm going to say they win nine games if not more so um, I'm just not buying into this falling off the cliff of the team as, as a whole and I know the quarterback situation is concerning and luckily we all felt that Jimmy G was going there but I still think that they have enough players there I think it could cause a lot of upsets and I think Carroll will be motivated to shock a lot of people and I'm not necessarily saying they're going to go to playoffs anymore which I did last week 
it was on the face that Jimmy G was going to be the quarterback. But I still think they're going to have a good season and win a million games. Nine and eight. Seahawks in the playoffs. You just said there, though. You said, I'm not necessarily saying they're going to the playoffs. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop being your day job, please. <laughs> come on. Come on. I'm not being Zach. But, you know, all credit to Brian on that. He called the Seahawks. I don't think too many people were calling nine wins at that point in time. Certainly none of us were. Uh, and he got that one absolutely bang on the head. However, we actually break down our divisional picks. I believe the other two gentlemen went, look, I've got to have something I got right myself tonight. The two gentlemen went for the Rams, and I was the only one who was uh, lauding the 49ers and uh, saying they would win the divisions. That was the one the one rare occurrence I got right. Mark, you're things. seriously trying to pull yourself back from all these MVP rookies and everyone's picks this week. It's, it's not going to happen. Sorry, you can't. It's not going to happen. Let's talk about Super Bowl. Very excited. It is literally close to crunch time. Four weeks away. Can't wait. I'm already prepping the food. That's how excited I am. Mark and Cullen are going to Arizona and I'm thinking about food. <laughs> so... Let's go and look at the Super Bowl pick. So, Colm, who did you have initially for the Super Bowl this year? And who have you changed it? Are you are you thinking it's going to be someone else? Uh, so, my pick uh, for the, the Super Bowl was the Buffalo Bills over the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, I think that raised uh, a few eyebrows when I went for it. Uh, I, I still think um, it is a, a pretty good shout. I, I think ultimately in the AFC, you know, I, I think it, it could be a coin toss between the Bills, the Chiefs and the Bengals. Um, I, I do think the, the Bills have the motivation, uh, obviously, now. And again, we heard great news uh, regarding uh, Jamar this evening. He has uh, gone back to, to Buffalo, uh, which is really wonderful news. But... Um, their defense, they have got to to sort that out. But when they need Josh Allen to go up with a big play, he is. And as I discussed, in terms of the Eagles, it is it will Hurts be fit? Will Lane Johnson be fit? Um, if if they they are, and if Lane Johnson truly is, uh, I think they are in with a, a a real shot. I think them against the 49ers uh, will be fascinating uh, to see how how that goes. Um, but yeah, I'm sticking with that, and uh, let's uh, let's see. I I do hope uh, that I the the Bills do it, and I suppose my hope would be that whoever the winner is, I would love to see it be a first time winner. Um, so whether that is the the Bills, the Bengals, or or whoever that it is, first time Super Bowl great. That, that you touched on that, but also the fact that you touched on the 49ers. We're going to go to Merck. Merck. Look, look, you know, any of these picks about players and coaches, like, they're not relevant, Christina. All that matters is the games on the field. And, um, you know, on the standby my record on that, I picked at the start of the year, and talking about looks that Brian got about the Seahawks, I definitely got looks when I said that the San Francisco 49ers were going to go to the Super Bowl. Bearing in mind this at the time, they were relying upon Trey Lance. Um, and certainly a few weeks into that season where Trey Lance got injured, Jimmy G didn't look too hot, um, there were moments. But currently on a 10-game winning streak, I had the 49ers against the Bills in the Super Bowl. Um, I honestly can't remember what way I had the winner. I think it was the 49ers over the Bills, but that's how long ago it was that I struggled to remember entirely. So 
that bet's still on. That pick is still on. I'm feeling semi-confident. It'll be the number two seat in both um, conferences. So I'll stick and let it ride uh, and continue on that. That vein the 49ers. Ben Mark. Brian. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Oh my God, my brain is broken. I'm not at the time as well. Um, Mark, you are right. You did pick the 49ers uh, to win. So you, you did remember it's funny. I went for, and both teams are still in the playoffs, so I have a reasonable chance, but I don't think it's going to materialise. I went for the Bucks to win the Super Bowl against the Bills. So I still see the Bills within the Super Bowl, but it won't be the Bucks. I think it'll be the Bills Giants at this stage. They might roll out Scott Norwood again to kick a field goal for the Bills, and you'll probably put it wide right, and the Giants will, will get their fifth ring. No, I'll jump aside. If I was to pick now, I'd probably say... 49ers Chiefs but again who's to say the Bengals won't be back to his the AFC outside the top three in the AFC I can't see anybody shocking them I think it's the, I think it'll be the Bengals Chiefs or Bills in the Super Bowl or on the other side I could see Eagles 49ers who knows I can't wait to see what happens in a few weeks time when we get back on screen to see who was right and who was wrong uh, but before we finish, the wildcard game start this week. We're so excited. The AFC wildcard game start um, next this weekend. It's not next weekend. This weekend coming. The Chiefs are on a bye week. So this week we have the um, AFC is on start on Sunday at 6 o'clock, which is the Bills and Dolphins, Jaguars, Chargers, and the Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. Guys, how do you see this playing out this weekend? Um, I I'll jump in uh, in terms maybe in terms of the the Jags uh, and the the Chargers very quickly you could call it the Timothy Bowl uh, if uh, people remember those wonderful ads from uh, the the eighties the early nineties um, I I will just say I I think Staley has copped an awful lot of flack uh, for playing the the starters uh, I remember Mike Shanahan doing the exact same thing. Uh, for the Broncos in 1998. The Broncos had the number one seed locked up, um, but he played the starters because they wanted Terrell Davis to get 2,000-yard season, and he did. Uh, I also remember Tom Coughlin, and we talked about this at LT, uh, doing the exact same for the Giants. I, I think people take different approaches, um, but uh, they are going into it not in form, and um, you know that was a concerning loss to the Broncos, whereas the Jags are going in um, and that should be really fascinating, though, to see Herbert going up against Lawrence. The Bills-Dolphins game um, is probably the most one-sided uh, wildcard game. From a betting perspective, anyway, like the Bills are minus 11 points. And I, I was quite surprised with that. I know the Dolphins have had a really poor run of it. And they, again, they scraped in with Skyler Thompson, a quarterback yesterday. But the, the general consensus is that they are going to try to get Tua back for this game. And the one thing I would say about Tua a few weeks ago on that Saturday night game, I think it was the week part of Christmas when they played, the Bills only beat them on a field goal and there's a lot of offense fans out there and we spoke about it on the show on that Monday that felt that was a game in which they did that slip away. They beat them earlier in the season when we saw the offense quite for the Bill lose his mind in the in the up in the uh, up in the safe in the stands and he was bouncing everything off the wall and clipping his head at one stage. Um I wonder how much they can frustrate this Bills team this weekend or maybe the Bills will just run away with it like everybody expects but well, I think it might be a little bit tighter than people think I think the Dolphins will give a good account of themselves but what has been has been the Dolphins are there now it's like anything just get yourself in 
see how you get on. I think they've a good account of themselves on Sunday against the Pills. Mark, do yeah. And I was trying to find the mute button. Um, and um, actually, that Bills Dolphins game is obviously very similar to the last game in terms of the Bengals Ravens. We'll we'll break all these games down further, obviously, on our Thursday preview. But Bills Dolphins are divisional rivals. They've played twice already. They split the series one and one. In fact, two one score games between them. And the Bengals and the Ravens are divisional rivals. And they say familiarity breeds contempt. Well, there's going to be a lot of contempt between them. Because not only are they going up against each other for the third time this season, of course, it's in back-to-back weeks. Um, and they also split their season, uh, split their series. So when Lamar Jackson was a quarterback earlier in the season, earlier when maybe the Bengals weren't on their hot run, the offensive line was a bit more, um, how do we say, inconsistent. That's the word I'll use. Um, the Ravens did beat the Bengals. And look, they won 27-16 this weekend. Fair enough, you know. But Lamar Jackson wasn't a quarterback. That's not exactly a thumping success that they should be relying upon. Um, you know, that's going to be a tough game for them. I, I think, if I'm being honest, this wildcard slot, when I look at all six games, there is no one standout game that you kind of go, oh my God, I can't wait to see that. That's going to be absolutely fascinating and fantastic to see. You know, maybe if the Packers had gone in there, the Packers going into the 49ers, the perennial... Um, rivalry and loss that they get to the 49ers in the playoffs might have been up there but the Packers blew it and the Lions beat them so they're not there and we don't have to worry about them out of all of the games I'm actually probably most intrigued really by this Bengal this Bengals Ravens game because nothing will, will impress Beng- Ravens fans more than the opportunity on such a cold streak to deliver a dagger blow to their division rival so Fascinating times ahead. Thanks, Mark. I don't know if the two-minute warning from Cullum was actually for me or for everybody or for just for you. But let's go on, crack on with the NFC very, very quickly. So the NFC are uh, is on also this weekend. We've got a great buffer weekend of football. And Eagles are on a bye week this week. So we have on Sunday, we've got the Vikings and the Giants, 49ers and the Seahawks. And then we've got way out on Tuesday, we've got the Bucks in Dallas. Quick, quick fire round on your thoughts on this this weekend, guys, before we go. I think that the Bucks are uh, very lucky to be running into a Cowboys team and Dak Prescott in awful, awful form. Tom Brady gets lucky again. Luck or design? I never know. Luck or design? Um, 49ers on the hottest run going against the Seahawks. It's going to be a tough game to West Coast rivals, but the 49ers are going to be looking forward to that being in Santa Clara at home for at least two games in their mind the playoffs Giants right do you have any comments Giants lost on Christmas Eve to the Vikings and last second field goal um, I can see another tight game again it'd be interesting to see whether the Giants can reverse it around this time I think that's one of the most intriguing games of the weekend a lot of people are concerned about this Vikings team whether they can win another close game feel, people feel like it's run its course now we'll see Right, and with that, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today. Kala, we're so sorry you had to drop off, but thank you for tuning in on YouTube. It was great to have you here. Thank you, everyone, for watching. We are going to be back on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken, um, just to confirm, going through all the games in full and what's coming up the week ahead. You never know, there might be more hiring and firings before then. Thanks for watching.